Watch Podcast. I'm Aaron Berger, a Nebraska Extension Beef Educator. For today's Beef Watch Podcast, we're going to be discussing an article from the June issue of the Beef Watch newsletter titled Feeder Cattle Interest Rates, Grazing Land Values, Pose Hurdles for Producers. This article first was published in the May 9th issue of the In the Cattle Markets newsletter. To discuss this topic, I'm joined today by the author, Dr. Elliot Dennis, who's a livestock marketing and risk management economist at the University of Nebraska. Thanks for joining me today. Yeah, always great to be here, Aaron. Dr. Dennis, as we look at the broader economy and we see what's going on with inflation, uh, we're seeing signals and also action by the Fed in terms of raising interest rates. Uh, We've had low interest rates for a long period of time, but that change is going to have an impact on feeder cattle producers. Talk through with us a little bit about some things they need to think about with that and, and how that might impact the economics of feeder cattle production. Yeah, so the uh, U.S. Federal Reserve has really been taking an aggressive stance towards managing interest or inflation now. And so there's really two ways that they can do this. They can either manage the interest rates or they can manage kind of the money supply out there. And so the U.S. Federal Reserve has basically signaled that they are going to start managing this with really both of these, but primarily with interest rates. And they did about what's called a half point interest rate increase. And the reason why that was noticeable was that it was one of the largest increases that we've, one-time increases we've seen since about 2000. Ultimately, what this means is that money becomes more expensive. And as we see, interest rates will start to rise for the general economy and specifically within uh, livestock production. There are several federal reserves throughout the United States they all have different responsibilities depending upon the, the businesses that operate within that district. And one of the, the Kansas City Federal Reserve and the Dallas Federal Reserve actually monitor what they call feeder livestock interest rates. Now, this isn't specifically to feeder cattle, but it tends to be the closest proxy that we have to see what these interest rates do over time. And these feeder uh, livestock includes feeder pigs, feeder lambs uh, that are primarily for uh, cattle that are going to be fattened for slaughter. Um, and what we've really seen is that that interest interest rate has uh, started to rise up a little bit. Uh, when we look at that da- Dallas Federal Reserve feeder cattle interest rate, that was pegged about about five and a half percent. And so this was kind of through 2020, it's been kind of relatively flat, but now it's starting to pick back up. And ultimately what that means for the producer is that we, we, we specifically on these uh, short-term operating loans and feeder livestock loans will likely see prices increase, raising the cost of production. So just to give a little perspective on that, if we're looking at a half or 1% interest rate change, what does that mean as we're thinking about feeder cattle and we're thinking about money borrowed How does that change in terms of the dollars as we think about the feeder cattle producer? Yeah, it really depends on the type of loans and um, and your agreement with your lender. But ultimately, those prices, as the interest rates go up, they raise our basically cost of doing business. And depending upon your leverage and what you have against it, some producers could feel it a lot more than others. And particularly, we focus on this is because we talk about new and beginning farmers and ranchers. And the, these are the people who are most likely to be impacted by uh, rising interest rates. 
One of the other things you mentioned in the article is grazing land values. And here again, thinking about the cost of entry to the business in terms of purchasing land, I've seen significant increase in land values over the last year, two years. Uh, share with us a little bit what's going on there and how that also is impacting cost of production. Yeah, so this is uh, the University of Nebraska-Lincoln Department of Ag Econ, and specifically through the Center for Ag Profitability, has been really monitoring these land values over time. Uh, since about 1978, they've been monitoring two different types of land that are relevant to cattle production, and that's grazing land that can be tilled and grazing land that cannot be tilled. And ultimately, what we know is that as the price of raising animals on that land decreases, we should see that relative value of that land increase. And that's exactly what we've seen. And that's what that uh, figure in the, in the article shows that as these feeder livestock interest rates have started to come down, that really the land, both grazing tillable and non-tillable land prices, dollars per acre have gone up. And these are averages across the entire state, uh, but the relative trends across the in nine different crop reporting districts in Nebraska fall fairly similar. And what you'll notice also is relative to 2008, we, the relative increase in land values for grazing land that's tillable have been increasing faster than that of grazing that's non-tillable. And that is mainly a, a function of, of the corn price that was seen a dramatic increase with the Renewable Fuels Act um, and the ethanol grind that, that came into kind of effect there. But ultimately, as that price or as the, as the value goes down or that interest rates goes down, these land values go up. And really what that means is it increases the cost of production because, you know, we have to buy that land or we have to, to rent that land. As we think about grazing land, what would be a typical return on investment right now as we think about return to the land's market value uh, if we think about grazing land right now? Yeah, it differ uh, in people interested in that question to the uh, real estate report. And they have basically compiled estimates on what that would be. And they have several ways of kind of capitalizing this. And it generally is in the three to 10%, uh, but it depends on several factors. And the Nebraska real estate report, which you can find at cap.unl.edu, really kind of hones in on what that return on investment is, but most of that return is going to be long-term land capitalization relative, and they compare it relative to stock market returns and mutual funds. So for people going out and purchasing land right now, if you're borrowing the money and we're looking at higher prices, the borrowed money is going to be more expensive. We've seen a run-up in prices. So the cost of entry and then the return to that, uh, cash flowing some of that might be pretty challenging. Definitely will be challenging, especially if you're trying to cash flow it on, on rental rate. And most of these purchases that have been reported are, are mainly cash transactions. And But ultimately, the reason why we're concerned about it is if you can't get into that, then ultimately you have to go out and rent the pasture land. And, and even if you couldn't afford it or you're unwilling to make those that purchase, you ultimately you have to, if you want to expand production, you have to rent land and that that becomes more expensive. So as you look at these two factors, the interest rate rise and the cost of land going up, 
How do you see this impacting feeder cattle prices or do you think it'll have much impact at all? I think it ultimately raises the cost of production and the price of uh, feeder cattle received is primarily derived from the demand side. And so the, the prices for feeder cattle will be really derived from what consumers are willing to pay for that product at retail through summer and through the fall. There's been strong export markets thus far. And, but ultimately, when we're talking about profitability, there's the revenue side, which is derived from the demand and then ultimately what it costs just to produce this. And that's what really determines how much supply we bring to the market. And so these, these land values really go and these interest rates ultimately go to raising that cost of production. And, and so these pasture uh, rates can have a really big impact on basically the cost of production for producers and ultimately profitability. Anything else on this topic you'd like to highlight today? I think there's just a lot of factors that producers are really unable to control, right? These are macro factors, interest rates. Uh, these are set by policy. And so really knowing and understanding cost production is essential um, and figuring out when we're looking at, let's say, a rental, there's a new quarter that comes up for rent, knowing our cost of production and knowing how that will impact our cash flow is really important before making a decision, even if we've really wanted that piece of land in the past. Thanks again for joining me today. Thanks for having me, Aaron. But for more information on the topic that was discussed in today's Beef Watch podcast, I would encourage you to visit the beef.unl.edu website. At the website, you can find this article. Again, the title of the article, Feeder Cattle Interest Rates, Grazing Land Values, Pose Hurdles for Producers.